0: Folks, I'm really excited today to have on my podcast a former sparring partner, former member of my gym from when I was an amateur fighter, and he's now a professional fighter up in Connecticut. Uh, Jimmy Williams, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. You just just brought back a lot of memories, uh, (laughs) 20 memories, man, and I I just was like, wow, you know, this show you how far you come to life in there. And is this is truly a blessing.
0: Is it? It's pretty amazing because for anyone listening, Jimmy and I hadn't spoken in probably like nine years, right?
1: Yes. Exactly, yeah, so we hadn't man. spoken.
0: Everyone's and Jimmy's been a pro fighter for a few years now. And I happened to just see the undercard list of the Manny Pacquiao-Keith Thurman fight. And I saw Jimmy Williams on it, and I look it up because I know there may be other Jimmy Williams, but not in the boxing Robert. game. <laughs> and I look it up and I say, oh man, that's Jimmy from my gym. Uh, and then thankfully, I, I didn't have your number or anything still. And I, I went to Instagram and I found Jimmy Quiet Storm Williams. I said, well, that's got to be his account. And I messaged you and thankfully you responded. So it it's uh it's been good catching up a little but we've only just been messaging a bit, right?
1: Yes, um and like you said, um there's we've been, been distanced for nine years since I moved out of Plainfield and um a lot of, lot of things have changed in my life. So um I was glad that to reach out you reached out to me, old friend of mine's old sparring partner <laughs> you know, just at the time and point in my life where I wanted to go pro, and I knew, like, okay, I got, I got to get out of New Jersey. I moved, moved to Connecticut, and and see, how things fell fell right in line for me I, as a professional fighter. And um, I'm just glad that I can, I can re reunite with old friends like my, like yourself, and um, and we can sit back and enjoy these moments in
0: life. I know, man, and we're we're pretty young to be having old folks looking back moments, but when uh (laughs) but but when you're in the fight game things move so fast and I I definitely want us to talk about Plainfield because so you mentioned Plainfield anyone who doesn't know uh Plainfield New Jersey has a, a legendary boxing tradition so tons of fighters have come out of there a lot of amateur champions a lot of professional trainers uh you can look up just the boxing's or the city's history in boxing and and there's plenty of stuff online uh but specifically where Jimmy and I met was at Plainfield Boxing Academy. Um and it I think Plainfield Boxing Academy may still be around. It's just not under uh, the same location of Gentleman's Quarters barbershop uh, where we used to have it on Park and 7th. Uh sure. but w- when we were back there uh, I remember we were we would spar often, and, and Jimmy and I were, were both amateur fighters at the time. And I remember, Jimmy, I had heard that you had issues going on in your life, and I don't know if you and I ever talked in depth, uh, but tell me about what, what had happened in your life at the time that, that really shook things up.
1: Um, uh, during that time, my mom was murdered uh, back in 2008. Um, so that time I was battling with that. I'm being I was being home. Um I actually live right next door to the gym. I stayed with my grandfather and my father at the time, um and life was just hard for me. I was just finding my way, um I recently at that time dropped out of college. Um, I tried to pursue an NFL career, I got hurt, got injured, so I was back home, living at home and um going through a lot at that time, you know, I me mean? battling being involved in the streets, different stuff, and then and then boxing kind of on like got me back on the track, got me back focused, and um I was fortunate, uh, glad that Jim was right next door to me. Um, it kept me kept me peace, kept me going, kept me out of the streets at that time. And I just was like, hey, I just gotta I gotta take this. This it, something that I was Lee at the time was um the trainer head of the boxing academy, Lee yep. Sparks. And um with me and Lee, we go back, um, we used to spar each other when I was younger and um he always was like a big brother to me. So at that time I just let this guy stay in the gym get better and then um back in my mind I was like, I'm gonna go pro one day I moved to Connecticut and it all fell in place.
0: It's amazing. And and you talked about being in the streets and not everyone who's listening to this is gonna understand exactly what you mean, but uh basically we're talking about getting into trouble. So and in, in Plainfield, which is one of my favorite places, I always felt so welcome. And I was a guy, I was a white guy coming from a nicer town, uh, or at least a wealthier town. I shouldn't say nicer. Um, and I, I was just welcome with open arms. And I really, in, in a, a lot of ways, I've always felt like that's my home in a sense, or my home away from home, uh, because I met guys like Lee, and I met guys like Jimmy, uh, and I met a lot of other kids we boxed with. And kids who would just hang around the gym and, and business owners. Uh, and it, it really is it's an amazing community. But like you said, Jimmy, sometimes you do have to leave where you're from and you have to leave some things behind to, to figure everything out in your life. And then you can come back and then you can have these types of conversations. And then it's a happier one because you know things turned out well. Um, and, you know, talk about... I read an article where someone interviewed you a couple of years ago and you said, you know, I I didn't turn left. So talk about, talk about at that time, how you, you very easily could have just got stuck in the street, could have ended up in jail, shot something horrible. And yet now you've got, you've got two beautiful kids, you've got a great life you've got, and you're also a professional fighter. So tell me how you got, to that point, let's talk about the journey.
1: Um, like you said, uh, why I ain't turn left? Um, yeah, I'm getting a little emotional over here because it's just when you look back at your life, you're like, wow, you know, God is good. But um, yes, He is. I this just, just at the time growing up, I know a lot of people looked up to me. A lot of people was watching like, like cheering for me. Like, okay, yeah, I want to do good. I want, I want you to succeed in life. I want you take this dream, take the boxing thing or whatever you do in life, be successful. So I was like, I can't. If I turn left, I know I'm going to let a lot of people down. I'm gonna let myself down. I'm gonna let my mother down. I'm going to let everybody down. Yep. So I said, I'm going to go to the right. I'm, uh, I'm going to stay in the right chair, even if it's hard. It's hard to do the right thing. You know? Like I said, it's easy to get caught up doing the wrong thing. But my faith, my believing in myself, believing my ability, believing that I could be somebody in this world, and that—that's was my motivation. That was my to get up, pack my bags in the middle of the night, jump in my car to go to Connecticut, not knowing where my journey was in, but you know, just knowing that I had—I had faith. I know I had plans. I know I had a goal, and I wanted to turn professional. And um, that was something that that always kept me going, kept the fire Like, I, I got the city behind me. I got
0: people rooting for me. I got
1: the world behind me so that uh, that's what was my motivation
0: and and I when I follow your Instagram and see how happy you are in your life now it's it shows man and it's it's nice to see cuz I mean I'm not going to I won't name names and I won't ask you to but you and I met plenty of kids who did turn left uh some of them have ended up in jail some of them have ended up shot some of them have just didn't weren't able to amount to much. They didn't get an education. They had they maybe they didn't have the right uh, upbringing or whatever it was. But when you see someone like you who does make it out and does set an example and becomes a family man and also executes on your dreams. Like you talked about going pro and you had that vision, but everyone's got a vision, right? Everyone says I could yep. be a celebrity. I could be in the NFL. I could be an athlete, but there's a select few who actually execute on that and it's 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 pretty awesome and i was so happy when i started reconnecting with you to see that things had really come full circle for you because the last time i saw you you were going through your mom being murdered which i can't even imagine that um i most people in the world can't imagine that and the the fact that you kept her memory instead of trying to, to push it away, and you, you still make her proud, and I'm sure you do. Um, it it's Anyone who hears this should be inspired by that, and I, I really hope they are. Um, and I know family is important for you, so tell me, because family life is better now, but family life is good now for you, so talk a little bit about that before we get into your upcoming fight. Um, I'm
1: married uh, to uh, Christina Williams, um great mother of, uh, we got two, two, two twin boys, uh Austin James wins and Logan James wins and um they're probably the one they are the best thing that ever happened to me for um for many reasons um they keep me working hard they keep me on my toes they keep me being the best person I can be um so life life is good with them you know it's not easy like I said my like as far as expensive and everything having two boys is a lot, <laughs> but like i say it made me it pushed me to be the best track person I could be the best boxer i can be the best fighter i can be you know in my career i'm at this point where I'm, I'm trying to get everything back on track a lot of things have changed in my life i'm not i feel like i'm not the same fighter that i first came to the game i got a lot a lot a lot on my plate now i gotta adjust my schedule life my training life but um at the same time i'm truly best and i won't change it for the world because i know what i've been through losing my parents losing my mother being murdered to to now being married Come home to two beautiful boys, a beautiful wife, and and God is good because if I didn't change this path of becoming a professional boxer, I don't think none of this would would be happen. I won't be blessed with a, with a beautiful family.
0: Yep, and and you are blessed with that. And anyone who follows you on Instagram, it's not just Jimmy's boxing stuff. Clear, it's clear to me that what matters most to you is your family. Uh, boxing is great. It. Well, you and I both love the sport. You took it further than I ever did, but at the end of the day, boxing isn't forever, and but family is, and that's that's what it all comes down to. And that's why you fight, right? It's uh, yeah, that's who you're fighting for.
1: Absolutely, and like you said, it don't last forever. Um, I work in the school system. I'm an outreach worker. I deal with kids every day, high school kids, and just try to. Uh, stay them on the right path. Um, just tell them about my life experience, things I've been through, the things I'm going through now, and um, just tell them, you know, um, look at me. I'm still I'm chasing my dream every day. I'm fighting, but I'm in the school to motivate you to say, hey, if I can do it. You can do it. There's no excuses. Um, we all go through things in life, and it's, it's what you do with that energy. Um, you can you can turn it positive or you can make it negative. But um, nine out of ten times, you make it negative. From, you're not going to make an impact in this world. And I feel like everybody got something to contribute to this world, no matter what it is or what you're into. As long as it's positive, you can make an impact.
0: Yep. And it, it's really about the effort. And it's n- it's not easy once you start living your life right. But once you get into it, you don't want to change. You're you're happy in your life. You, you look back and you say, man, I can't believe I witnessed all that or I did all that. And I'm so glad and I'm so grateful for what I have now. And I, I see that in you, which is awesome to see. Uh, and so you talked, you started to mention it before. What's, what's it like juggling everything you have with your job and your family? And I know you're running for office over in West Haven. Uh, what's yeah. it like balancing not only training, but maintaining your weight and doing all that? Tell us about your, your daily regimen when you're prepping for a fight.
1: Um price, so I I get up, I start my day uh six thirty, I'm up. I gotta be at work at seven. Um so working from seven to one forty five, I get out, I go do my strength conditioning at two thirty. Um I'm done for I'm done about an hour, two thirty almost four o'clock. I go I go to the um well, the time I I'm running for uh city council, so I go to the the meetings we have for say they about forty five minutes. Uh uh, gather ideas then i'm off to the boxing gym I'm there for till about seven almost sometimes eight thirty nine o'clock sometime depending on i'm training for a fight yeah. in this case i'm training for a fight so i won't get out of the gym till about eight o'clock um i come home shower eat help my wife help my, my my boys to sleep feed them their dinner or at that time if we take any bath help her and then um I start off with doing it every day. I don't turn the TV on Monday through Friday. The TV don't come on. Uh, it is a busy life, but it makes me it makes you uh, appreciate because I know where I came from. I know uh, it wasn't easy to get to this point, and it's still not easy. But I'd rather be doing what I'm doing now than it can be the total opposite. So it, it is tough, and then go out here and fight a fight, and with everything that I got. But it's it just it just. The life that the, that the cars I'm dealt with, the lifestyle I do, the stuff I'm involved with, the things I'm trying to do for my family, and it's all worth it. So no matter how I'm tired I am, no matter how I'm hurting, no matter how I'm like, oh, I, I I won't let things get in the way. I won't let them stop me. Like even inside the ring, win, lose, or draw, I'm forever be a winner. i will forever be a fighter. i will forever be a husband, a father. So I'm just going to continue uh, to, to build my legacy to something that so I look back and say, "Wow, this, this what what he did do." So, so yeah. I want to be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I I think the way you set up your life, and I I hope you win for city council that you're running for. But even if you don't, you're you're building an impact in your community that's so much bigger than what most people are doing. And you're not just someone who's giving money to a cause. You're actually there. You're talking face-to-face with kids who you're counseling. Um, and you're not just some guy who hasn't seen it. You're someone they can, they can go to YouTube. They can watch your fight highlights. They can listen to you get interviewed like this. And they're going to look up to you. And I'm sure they already do. Uh, and that's the legacy you want. Your, your legacy in the ring is great. And, and that's something you'll always hang your hat on. You can always brag about. But the legacy that I'm sure you want to look back on is, is what did you do for your community? What did you do for your family? Um, But, but obviously there, you still have a huge drive to fight. So tell me a little bit about, about your professional career and then also what's going on with your upcoming fight.
1: Um, Right now I'm currently uh, 16 and three. Um, uh, uh so far career i i believe i had a, a a great one um i took some ups and downs on the road but um being I, I turned pro at 26 years old um i fought my first fight on tv on uh, nbc sports four round knockout um did i find a fight my second fight again come back on espn i've been on espn a few times i've been on being sports i've been on undercars of of, of of big fights um i got a lot of exposure actually won the WBC, NA, WBC NSB, NABA uh, belt um, two years ago. They got me world-ranked in the welterweight on <laughs> um, my definitive twice. I fought a manny Pacquiao undercard. Uh, my liberation fight, I took a loss to Abraham Ramos, one of the top fighters in the world. I fought Mark DeLuca in his backyard, ranked number 10 WB, D, WBA walk away, super walk in the world um on st patty's day weekend um so i, I done did a lot of stuff in my career where it challenged my challenged myself and it showed people the type of fighter i am my type of character i am um and i got another fight coming out october 11th um a bounce back fight but against a tough tough opponent jose medina um and i just want to get my career and show people no matter what you go in life never give up and um and sky's still a limit. You know, I'm still I feel like I'm still young in my career. Being I'm sixteen and three and um I am for some of the best fighters in the world and I learned from that. Um I feel like them three losses I learned so much. Um and now I'm just ready to go back out here and uh get back to my winning ways and continue inspiring people and showing people that uh that this is my life and I'm gonna uh use it as a platform to motivate people. Um some people look on the internet, all they see is the the the, the glorious lifestyles and this and everything like this. I'm going to show you about I'm a family man. This is who I am. This is what I fight for. This is what I do. And, uh, yeah, I'm running to bumps and rolls. I'm only human. Um, and at the same time, I'm going to show you how I bounce back. I'm going to show you how whatever you do in life, you can take it, crumble it all up uh throw it away and use that energy to be something positive and um I like I did with the death of my mother, the death of my father, everything that that came to me and I felt like okay, this is gonna bring me down life, I flipped it around and uh made it my strength and that's gonna show people on October eleventh that um wouldn't kill me then not make me strong and I'm ready to go uh, become a world champion in the world.
0: Yeah, and we're anyone listening to this now, even if they didn't know you before, is is going to be rooting for you. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be that's October eleventh. That is at the Hartford Convention Center. Um, you also have Bad Chad Dawson is fighting in the main event, right?
1: Yes, Chad's yes, from world champion, one of the best fighters that came out of, New, uh, of Connecticut. Period. Um, and I sparred with him a few times. To be on the car with him is just a just a blessing. Um. He's He's trying to go for his third uh world, become a world champion, and um it just inspired but just like I said, I ain't been on no uh bad car yet in my mm-hmm. boxing career I, um, I i'm I'm unfortunately been blessed to fight on great shows and um with great crowds and great uh exposure. So it's gonna be a great night of boxing,
0: yeah, and I hope anyone who is in the Connecticut area or even Massachusetts, Southern Massachusetts, you could make it out to the fight. Um go root Jimmy on. You can look him up. Jimmy, what's your Instagram? Is it at Jimmy QS Williams?
1: Yes, up uh, Jimmy yep. Q- QS Williams. Yep.
0: Great. And the, the QS guys is Quiet Storm. As you can see, Jimmy's a humble guy. He's a nice guy. But I've been in the ring with him, so <laughs> I I know he's uh <laughs> he's not too polite when it when it comes time to fight, and that's that's definitely how it should be uh you, you handle yourself well outside and you take it all out inside of the ring. So Jimmy, I'm I'm really glad we could catch up like this and also do it in a public setting where uh I'm sure people are going to be inspired by your story and and maybe be able to overcome things in their lives. Uh so if there's anything you want to close out with by all means, uh go for it now. Man,
1: I I just appreciate you so much. i um, home. like say, man, we got we got a history though. Um, I remember it brought this conversation brought back tears, brought back a lot of things because at that time, um, when I was sparring you and going through my life, I was at the, probably the lowest point of my life. So um,
0: <laughs>
1: to be on this point, on this, on this call, being what God had blessed me now, um, it's truly a blessing, and we met for a reason, and I'm glad we uh, we uh got this relationship back going, man, and I'm glad you reached out to me and uh. And uh, I'm glad for this opportunity, and I'm gonna continue to uh, keep doing what I do. Yeah, uh,
0: Jimmy, this is this has been awesome. I agree, it's pretty emotional. Um, anyone who who's been through anything in boxing, amateurs or pros, uh, when you're in the same gym with someone, they they're like a brother to you. Uh, you're you see them at their lowest moments in the ring when they're exhausted and they're emotionally drained. Um, and and you see people break down, but you, you work to build each other up and to to watch you go on to do what you've done. I I do nothing but root for you. I'm so pumped to see you put Plainfield uh and, and our gym and yourself on on the map and or back on the map. Uh it's it really is amazing. And thank you so much for being on, Jimmy.
1: Thank you, bro, and I appreciate it. Talk to you soon.